Hey, hello, Crusaders and friends. Welcome to Ashes Pathfinders, the dedicated Ashes of Creation podcast now running 37 episodes strong. Our dedicated Pathfinders venture into these weekly episodes discussing theory crafting, game updates, community, your questions, and news, all things related to Ashes. Um, I want to give a shout out to all the patron supporters and uh, pal- paladins here in the Crusade, which are the subscribers on Twitch. Uh, for all of your support and uh, contributions monthly it means everything to us here and keeps the crusade marching along. Um, I'm going to introduce my co-host, uh, Daedalus, your Ashen Herald. Welcome, Daedalus. Hey, everybody. And as I take a sip of coffee, I want to introduce uh, yet again, Zeke the Phoenix. Welcome, Zeke. Hey, guys. So today we are going to be talking a bit about uh, keeping it in context and something that I feel like here regularly on this particular podcast, we really try to do, um, which is just really keeping things in perspective, essentially, and uh, kind of keeping our eyes focused on the prize, which is the MMORPG we're all waiting to see. Um, and I feel like that's something that, you know, especially over the past year or so now, is uh, is has been part of the challenge of doing this podcast, uh, whether it was, you know, the SimCast previously and now here at Ash's Pathfinders. Uh, that's, that's basically been the uh the task has been really trying to keep people's mindset in the right place because it's so easy to get swayed by uh opinions that are being presented as facts or uh just just bad you know uh, really toxic bad behavior and just bad information in general i think um and when you got a project as big as an mmorpg uh, you know there's a lot of factors that are working against it in a lot of ways in this day and age um because so many people have been burned by the modern MMO and even past MMOs. Uh, so today, uh, I don't really have any questions or any kind of comments that were related to our last video. Um, welcome to everybody here in chat on Twitch. And uh, I will say that I did get one question and I'm gonna start making a thing of this in the Crusader Discord. So if you're on the Crusade Discord, um, there's an Ashes uh, questions channel. And that's kind of a really good place to like post questions if you if you want to um, ask some things that maybe you'd like to be addressed on the show or talk about things to be addressed on the show. Um, you can you can definitely throw it in there and and you know if it feels like it's going to be a good fit for the episode, we'll talk about it. Uh, with that being said, we did get one question. It was from Illyrian, and actually, uh, I thought it was a good question too. And it was you know Simorg, how about comparison of Steven's enthusiasm and passion back in the Kickstarter video? Compared to that um, of more recent videos combined with maybe your personal experience interviewing him a while back. So I'm going to go ahead and give you my take on on that. Yeah, that's, that's you, buddy. And um, I will say that from my perspective, and this is something I'm, I was really happy to see, someone who's backed the game uh, substantially as someone who's you know been in the community for, what, a couple years now or something like that. Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. You know, in that period of time... You know, you get to in the beginning in the Kickstarter video, you see all the hype, the enthusiasm of the studio. And, you know, it's real easy to go. Is this kind of the, uh, you know, is this kind of real? Because I know there's been bigger you know, AAA studio MMORPGs that, you know, the guy at the top's kind of sitting there doing his talking show and dance and everything to sell you on the product and the game. And, you know, they talk about how much they like the MMORPG or the story or the, you know, whatever. Then you get to the point where it really comes time to put your money where your mouth is, so to speak, and really be able to kind of, you know, actually evidence that you know what you're talking about. And a lot of times they don't because they probably don't actually play MMORPGs. 
um, stuff like that. My perspective was back then was this is a guy who is passionate about the MMORPG genre because he also plays them and has for many years, like many of us. Uh, the difference between us and him is uh, he's got the funds to make his own game. Uh, and so, you know, uh, of course, like anybody, I had speculation and I really was like, you know, excited because of all the enthusiasm in that video um, and watched it over the course of time. Um, and so where do I feel like it is now? Um, I, I, I'm, I, I'd say I could, I feel like I'd probably, from my perspective and my perception is that he does seem to be more tired and worn. And I would say that's true about Jeff and probably the rest of them. Um, I, I don't think that we see them. I'm not going to say we don't see them as excited, but I'm going to say we probably see a realistic balance of the exhaustion that it takes to make an MMORPG balanced with the excitement now, as opposed to before when it was just the excitement because they were really jumping into it and getting ready to getting ready to roll. Um, and that's that's my perspective. Uh, and I will say when I did go to the studio and I did get to to meet him and the staff, uh, not only were they all really working hard and I can't stress that they were genuinely all working hard. Um, and it was right after the October 31st live stream. But I mean, something I've only talked to a little or talked about a little bit. And that's that uh, I was there for an hour at the studio. My interview was less than 15 minutes. And clearly in the interview, he was enthusiastic. And you could see him getting into the conversation. And if I wanted to be a, you know, ass, I probably could have tried to squeeze more time out of him. And, but, you know, I'm going to respect the man's time. I didn't do that. Uh, but even with that aside, I mean, there was a good, out of the whole hour, we did the, you know, studio tour and all that. But then we got like a good, I would say, 20 minutes where we were just talking. We were just talking about stuff. We were, you know, talked about going to BlizzCon, uh, talked about games we had played in the past. I mean, it was just, it was like talking to another guy that plays MMORPGs. It was like another guy that plays MMORPGs, who's passionate and excited about something new, who's really looking forward to this thing that's going to happen, and is kind of there with you. And, and that, I feel like, is, from my perspective, something that you don't see with the traditional MMORPG that's out there, right? With these AAA studios that are making them. You don't see the guy at the top that has that level of passion and excitement, not only as a gamer, but as the guy that's bringing this out to the community. That's kind of my perspective. Long drawn out a way of saying yes, but I felt like that was, uh, I feel like that was actually uh, kind of an important thing to kind of say. So that's, that's my, that's my answer. Um, what about you two? Um, what about you two? What do you, from your perspective, remembering that old Kickstarter video? Um, even, even I'll even say Kickstarter videos, because remember during the Kickstarter campaign, it was like, what, once a week we had like a new video showcasing stuff and really trying to drive uh, everybody's attention to, to the, you know, kickstarting the game. And, you know, my perspective that was it. What about you two? What about, you know, then versus now? What do you think? Zeke, did you want to go or? I, can't? Um, I mean, it's, it's kind of, it's hard to tell right now because the most recent um, videos we've seen of him, he was, he had like pneumonia or whatever. So like, it's kind of hard to tell. 
maybe once he's better in the next one, but uh, he he did sound a lot better in that recent uh, the DCN podcast. So maybe that was just you know the holidays taking its toll kind of thing and the sickness. But otherwise, I think it's about the same. If not, he's he's maybe he's just getting reined in more by his uh, by his like you know. Low, slightly lower in command or whatever kind of people like Jeff and now Maggie and stuff. I mean, I would say it's kind of interesting question actually. And I think it's a really good one um, because you can tell from the Kickstarter video, I kind of just describe it as mellow, relaxed, sincere enthusiasm. And now you've got this really frenetic, exhausting like breakneck pace type of enthusiasm and you definitely can tell the you know hours are taking a toll i mean you know it just it's the nature of development especially with the schedule as as aggressive as these guys are doing um i mean i can still see the passion in their eyes though when especially in this last stream right where steven was sick everybody's like steven don't die you know i mean he was still like when he jumped in and he wanted to say something you could still see that spark that you know this is his baby this is something he really can't wait to share Mm -hmm. um and i think steven still commands this certain like you know aura of wonder about the project Mm -hmm. right i mean i think in recent times we've talked a lot more about apocalypse than the mmo but you can tell when they got onto those mmo topics that there was still, you know, that that baseline passion. It was just tempered with, I've been working at a breakneck pace for the past couple of years, and I might need a little sleep. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I think I think that's uh, that's something that a lot of people are kind of noticing too, isn't that that one we've talked about last episode as well. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of one of the things that I, I often wonder too is. Uh, I think I think it's easy for people to in the here and now to kind of see a lot of what's being presented, you know, whether it be like in the past month and now I feel like it's not always easy for people to keep uh, the grand scheme of things in perspective. You know, I even I don't remember everything that we saw back a, over a year ago uh, in the Kickstarter, a year and a half ago in the Kickstarter mm-hmm. now. Holy hell. Yeah, over a year and a half ago now in the Kickstarter. And so even I've got to go, you know, I'm still seeing people like splice videos together and they'll make an Ashes video on YouTube or something and I'll go look at it and I'm just like, dude, I don't remember seeing this. Like, when the hell, that what, like, when was this out? And, you know, it's like, it could be some like arena footage of uh, the uh, packs first to look at what arenas could be like with the first primary archetypes. Right. Where they were fighting it out. And that was the thing they did at PAX. And, you know, there's so many people that start to get into watching, you know, content videos now or live streams now, and they don't see that stuff. So, yeah. So I think it, I think it's definitely important to to kind of like keep that perspective. Um, so I have another talking point, uh, you know, in talking about like. Their. You know presentation of game systems or uh, you know part of the pitch so to speak um what are the, some of the things that you really would have liked to see by now that 
we have it. You know, there's nodes, there's crafting, um, there's a whole lot of different systems. But I think, you know, out of them all, even if it's more than one, like what are what are out of those things by at this point in time from the Kickstarter, uh, do you really wish that we had seen by now? You know, why is that important to you specifically? And, you know, what, what's your take on that? That's what I'm wondering. I mean, I, I think for me, there's two major things that I would have liked to have seen by now. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, it is, I wouldn't say, um, cause they have shared some information on it. We have seen some of it and it actually took me back to your point, right? going back and looking at some old videos um, and sparking my memory and my experiences with Alpha Zero on what they actually were demonstrating in that build. And first and foremost is about nodes, right? Um, you know, I saw some of that in the MMO progress update, but there was still more meat that I wanted to see with the system. So I think having, you know, a developer walkthrough with a broader community on the node mechanics would be, I think, something that I would have really expected by now. I mean, granted, I knowing where they are now in their process, I know it's not feasible um, to do, but it would be nice to kind of get to a point where, like with some other developers, they've got somebody that spends an hour on a stream. It could be something special. It could be a prepared video, right? Not necessarily like a nodes video like they did before that's kind of more just explaining the system at a high level, but an actual like uh, an actual developer walkthrough would be good because a lot of us that didn't participate in Alpha Zero are still kind of wanting to see how that all works, and we were able to see some of it in Alpha Zero, right? We do quests, we get messages across the screen that says, "Hey, this forest node is, has advanced to level two, right?" So we know the node experience was working in Alpha Zero, right? Which is, you know, over a year ago. Um, and I think having a basic walkthrough of how a node progresses, maybe that's what Nodes 3 is going to be all about, but really showing, you know, that dynamic world, showing maybe different buildings pop up in a node. That's what drew me to the game in the first place. So that's really important to me to see them demonstrate because it's the major selling point for the MMO for me. And then the other thing to me was more on the classes that will end up in the MMO, right? We've gotten some class kits now. We are seeing kind of skeleton kits there. We are seeing some classes like Engineer and the Castle Siege mechanic that aren't necessarily going to end up in the final MMO. So kind of want to get us to some more detailed class reviews on what's in the MMO. Um, to me, whenever the team starts talking about the level of customization you can have with your class, even the question that I got answered on the last stream, you know, everybody was like, wow, that's intense. You can change your like wall spell and it can be totally different and unique for one player and you could recognize them on the battlefield. Mm -hmm. I mean, those kind of customization options hypes me every time. So I would say those are kind of the two major things that I really would by now would have liked to have seen more of um again kind of keeping it in context it's not possible but you know had you know we had this time to kind of live over again i would definitely <laughs> say you know can we that would be cool to see those two things how about you zeke yeah um 
kind of the same, but uh, also I really would have liked to see the character creator being worked on at least, even if it was just like, you know, small little things about it. Mm -hmm. I would have liked to see, um, you know, how if crafting is the way they talked about it, packs, as Jeff explained to us for like an hour, um, stuff like that. And like, I'd really also like to see them kind of, I would have liked to see them have some kind of Easter egg hunt in the Battle Royale already, because it seems like there was intended to be one, but it's not, nothing's there yet. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can agree with that. I actually am surprised. It's actually one thing that I've wondered too, is uh, I think what would be cool is if, you know, even though they're, they've been taking the, the initiative to, to showcase a lot of different elements um, one thing that we haven't seen them do is like jump into a apocalypse themselves, almost said apoc, but apocalypse themselves and just kind of the devs going at it, you know, all of them dropping in there. Cause we've seen a, a significant handful of them, uh, dropping in on like the alpha zero and they were showing off the castle, which we later saw in apoc, right. Um, we've seen things like that. So like I'm sitting here going like, I want to see y'all jump into a match and slaughter each other, man. I'd love to see that, you know, possibly like, you know, panning, you know, switching to different cameras, showing different perspectives in a fight, you know, hell, if you want to go roll it out and make it all beast mode, like have a camera for everybody. That's a lot to do. I know. I'm just saying to really hype it up, to see them enthusiastic, them jumping in and really uh, digging into it all together and everything would be really cool, I think. Um, but yeah, I think for me, the main thing is, is I don't think that I necessarily needed to you know, nodes three or any of that. I mean, that doesn't really bother me so much because from my perspective, that's not something I really expected to see right away. But coming back to like what Zeke said, for example, one thing I would have expected, and I'm not going to say just character creator. I'm just going to say character models in general. That's something that I yeah. would like to have seen more of by now would be show me some of the races. Like I know that they have, you know, I mean, even if it's just like some basic, basic, like, you know, vanilla, wow, basic, like character model and stuff like that. No, not. OK, I take that back. I don't mean that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just I just I, that came out of my mouth. My thought was really even if it's, you know, a basic version, please take back what I said. Just unhear that shit. That's the kind of stuff I need to think, not say, because I don't <laughs> ever want it to do vanilla wow again. OK. Maybe I'm just a little sensitive because I tried that at BlizzCon this last year. And why did I do that to myself? Yeah. You remember running um, through Barrens all the way down? I'm like running all the way down the continent of Kalimdor, just running. I got killed a couple of times, still res running, you know, waiting for that mount and everything running, running. Man, I could have, hell, I could have, you know, put me in there in game. I'd have lost a hell of weight then, but. <laughs> man dude i'm sorry that is tangent off i sure did okay i stopped myself from cussing there i'm trying y'all i'm trying you turn you turn buddy you turn i know right <laughs> but but you know what though yeah it would be cool to be like even if it's like just really basic character model stuff uh even if it's just you know no changing garb or attire um or armor i don't need to see that it could just be a guy in a flannel t-shirt and pants or something but let me see a little bit of an idea of like, here's kind of what we're going for with the orc. Here's kind of what we're going for with the elf. And even if it's not like, 
a distinction between the two sub races for each of the main races, like, you know, I mean, humans, um, elves, orcs, etc. Yeah, I mean, even concept art, frankly, right? Yeah. Not even something in engine. I would be happy if I kind of had a better sense of what all the races look like. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've gotten bits and pieces of it with the armors. And I think I mean, all the content we've gotten concept wise has been good. But I agree. I mean, a lot of time, I mean, we people have been ever since they announced as a stretch goal, the Tolnar race, right? And what options you could potentially have. And even like people have been theory crafting off of the silhouettes they showed for, you know, ever since Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So just yeah, something more there around um, you know, we've seen a lot of environment art style, we've seen a lot of architecture, which is great. Again, right, no discredit to the to the team there, but more kind of along the lines of building up some I guess cha- again, to me it's about changing the narrative, right? I have been a a big um fan of balancing out APOC updates versus MMO updates. And I feel like we've been lopsided for a few months. Let's, I mean, it could very quickly and easily be shifted back to an MMO discussion if we can start looking at MMO assets. Um, And I feel like while the cosmetics do some of that, you know, month on month, what we see, it's just a long period of time in between each update that again we know people are working on these things i mean content is getting cranked out it just what we're getting is maybe only a really small slice of it Mm -hmm. and i'm hoping right you know um maggie's goals here are to get it into a process that we can start seeing a lot of this more quickly um but but that's to me kind of a huge i don't say concern but i think it's a huge um, what's maybe an obstacle for us communicating more about the MMO, right? We can talk about, hey, there's an MMO. We can reiterate what points Stephen has provided to us to say, hey, these are, you know, we are working on these other things, but there's going to be some segment of the population, and I'm going to say primarily people that are new to the community that aren't going to see that and aren't going to have the history or in some cases, the level of trust in what the developers have kind of delivered and then, then, you know, the time they've had, which in reality is a pretty short time frame compared to how long it takes for other MMOs to get, you know, out there. I mean, years upon years of time versus, you know, a year and a half from Kickstarter. So, yeah, I mean, I think that would be really helpful. I think character models um, mm-hmm. would be good. Even, again, even if it's just conceptual, but with some level of detail, I think that would really help. Yeah, I agree with that. You know, we got to see, like, you know, some of the, there have been, I mean, an example, too, is, like, the the troll, I believe it's troll character model. It was, like, half corrupted. You remember that from back in the day? Mm-hmm. That was yep. one that I remember we talked about when we discussed the, uh, PVP system a bit and like, you know, gaining, uh, gaining, uh, corruption. And I, I always like, kind of was like, Ooh, how cool if like, as a character becomes more and more corrupt, they begin to look a little more and more like the, that part of the troll that was like corrupted and just you know, all kind of gross looking or whatever. And like, and then how cool would it be if, you know, how you could tell someone was a corrupt player was because, you know, they stood out visually in ways like that. Um, 
just anything, you know, more like some of these models from the horse from the Kickstarter packages, like any of the horses or the attire there. Um, even, even, you know, some of the people want to see like the Phoenix or and things like that for ages and just, just any of those types of things that you can now come and show to people and be like, so here's kind of where we're going with this. Um, but there's so many things they could do that with that at this point I'd take almost anything. And I think a lot of people would, if it's related to the MMORPG. Um, mm -hmm. so yeah, I agree with what you all are saying wholeheartedly there. Um, I wanted to like talk about what I'm hearing in chat. Like Illyrian had said, you know, what's going on right now with the game is pretty obscure, like in it, where it is in its development. I feel like that's pretty accurate. I also saw several comments about, uh, the crafting system. I know there's a lot of people that are really enthusiastic to like learn about that. And I'd be lying. Like I, 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 I want to see it too. I want to get an idea of like, you know, how do we just, is it going to be traditional? We go collect a bunch of stuff. You know, we've got this like list of, uh, things we've learned and we go and grab it and it tells us this, or is there going to be something a little, you know, is it going to be something innovative with this system? Um, I know it's a lot to say, you know, that they're being innovation, innovative and I wouldn't expect it to be innovative with everything. Um, however, with that being said, I do think that the more things that they are innovative with, the the more this stands out in, in not just only being a new MMORPG or a new approach to an MMORPG, but it, it can really, it can really um, kind of steer the ship on an entirely new course, I think. And the genre, I feel like, could really use that. Um, yeah, so we, we kind of talked about that one a good bit. And and I do I do definitely, uh, a lot of what Chad's saying, that does resonate with me. Um, there was another bullet point that I had put together um, whenever we had talked about this. But first I want to say, um, Stephen, where have you been? I haven't seen you on the podcast ever. Just saying, man. Got an extra chair. Well, no, you're going to have to provide your own chair. I'm sorry, but and camera too. <laughs> but got this space. Yeah, we're trying to figure out where, you know, I can even create some kind of damn pedestal or something if that works and just put your little frame on that. Like we'll put the sandals holding up as, you know, propping up as. <laughs> as like, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, yeah, prop is up. Get a couple sandals, I'll prop up, uh, you know. Instead of laurels, it'll be <laughs> yeah, just layered laurels around like the frame. Like, here he is. Yeah, like, come on, Steven, get your ass on the show, man. Please, I don't know, man. I'm just saying, as a content creator, one of the things is like dev ride alongs and, and stuff like that. But, um, um, man, let's go, dude. I've been waiting for you to come on the show for 37 episodes now. Just saying, on that side note, um, <laughs> Oh, thanks, Tarlac. You're a homie, bud. I'm going to say uh, the next bullet point was this. Uh, what are some ways that you feel like the studio is going to be able to better deliver content that they're sharing about the game in a context that's still going to reflect what they've been showing, had showed in the Kickstarter? Like, I feel like it's important because the context is what? Right now, we're looking at Apocalypse. Mm -hmm. right if we're keeping this in context right and relating everything back to the mmo we've really got to, i feel like really do more to show how this really does duplicate over 
in a different space in an entirely different genre. And while I think that showing us how we can change game modes is great, right? Which we've talked about before when they showed us the live stream of, look, we want to show you how the MMO world can look. We want to show you how easy it is to show, show you game modes. I would like to see the MMO world. Let's take a look at it. Not like how we can showcase how these can be flopped, but let's see it. Let's take a look at it. I mean, you could go pick a little space anywhere on that world that you've been, been working to develop right now and a small space of something entirely new and just showcase it. Hell, you could probably go to one random spot that they've been, the world environment artists have been working on for some time now and go take snapshots once a month of a different place and you're still not going to touch, remotely touch the grand scheme of things when this game goes live. You know what I mean? I think at this point you could go take a look at a waterfall and a brook and people are going to be like, oh, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'd be lying if I said I wouldn't be. See some of those Unreal yeah. plugins working. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. Right? Just don't let Steven run that because he'll just like run off to somewhere where it, you know, <laughs> he'll just have a heart <laughs> Be like, we aren't supposed to show them that, but it's so pretty. Look. <laughs> <laughs> Stay on script, Steven. Oh, man, no, dude. I, mean, I, I totally agree with you. Right? I mean, again, it's it's all about balance. You know, the narrative has so been focused uh, on APOC, right? Even in chat, people are, are, are saying that. And and I think at, at some point, you know, we do need to, you know, do need to see that. Um, we know it's happening. A hundred yeah. plus people are not just working on a BR, mm -hmm. right? It doesn't take that much that many resources no and if anyone that knows about you know br development can tell you that um i, I know maggie has talked about the realm them the working on an internal roadmap welcome wanting everybody to be comfortable when things are coming out how things are working together but even like some sort of snippet um doses would be great i mean again i think i said this on other podcasts right i don't need star citizen levels of detail I need maybe a quick bulleted list that says, here are our sprint goals for the next few weeks. Here's how we're doing on these goals. A little bit about the systems or the classes that different teams are working on. You know, and maybe when it's mature enough, you've got a, the community team that does some quick snippet video updates, 15, 30 minutes. It doesn't even have to be a live stream. It can be something that they can edit, you know, because... If things, certain things aren't polished, they may not want to show that just yet. Mm -hmm. But at least something that gives us some focus topics. Yeah. Or even just to take the pressure off of the team producing these videos. Um, and again, I know Maggie's talked about this, so it's not like they haven't heard what we're saying. Yeah, but something yeah. like a, a, a little blog, right, that talks about that and maybe send something in advance to content creators. So they're already working on videos so that, they can blitz their viewers. They can get the benefit of sharing this information at the same time Ashes is getting the benefit of getting updates out to the mass community. Yeah, um, mm -hmm. Those, I think, are just kind of little things they can do. And I know they are working on it. I know Maggie is, you know, has it even been with the, you know, the team a month. They just hired a community manager, lead community manager. But those are, I think, the things that should be on their radar 
just little things. It doesn't have to be something that's overly produced and huge. It could be just little things that start giving us information. So week on week, we've got, as fans, we've got something to noodle on. And as content creators, the content creators have something to talk about and provide feedback on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something I've been a little concerned about and something I really hope they improve on soon is... um with them not showing us a lot of these uh, things in progress, like development progress, uh, we don't know whether they're going to take a unforeseen path down like something like a direction for like a design that's going to be harmful later that maybe they're not seeing because when you're developing and when you're a, like, you know, a player, there's a big difference in perception. So the community might be like, Oh, this is the most toxic thing you could ever have in the game. But the developers like, oh, this is so creative and stuff, and it's kind of, it's kind of starting to be a detriment in that we don't know whether they're gonna go down these paths. The best we can do is trust them, you know. Yeah, no, I can agree with that. I think I think that you brought up a good point about perception because, you know, perception is reality. If it, it, even if the fact of the matter is is that, you know, this is what's happening you, without evidence. This, for people to see that, you know, without something to change their perception, the reality for them is that this is what it is, right? It's what this YouTuber said. It's what this Twitch person said. Um, it's what this podcast said. Um, but at the end of the day, you want them to to have all the facts. And yeah, the best one of one of the thing I saw in chat too was, uh, you know, we've gotten to see these assets and how they can translate, and you know how we can switch game modes, right? So now show us that world. Uh, yeah, and I agree with that. Um, but perception is reality. So if the perception of the player base and the people that are waiting for the MMORPG is that maybe there's a good chance that this is uh, behind or that they're not able to deliver, right? That may not be the reality, but the reality of those individuals is that that could be a possibility, right? So let's let's smash out the that realm of possibility that people think is, you know, what they have to worry about and, and adjust the, the, the kind of frame and bring it back to the, the game that we're really waiting to see. And that's the MMO. And the way you can do that is what we discussed. I mean, absolutely. Um, but that's not something that as a content creator, we can really do without assets and, and videos. And to be fair with what Daedalus was saying, um, one thing that Margaret has been talking about is really working to try and allow content creators to have a you know an opportunity to to have some of those assets, to have some of the stuff that they can really help to kind of spread to the to the player base at the appropriate time um, to really keep people in the know. And that's something I'm I'm really really hoping to see more of soon. Um, you know, maybe some HD assets stuff like that, stuff like that. You know, some some cleaned up uh, hell, hell, giving people, you know, content creators aside, like just taking uh, some more uh, concept art, uh, maybe even, you know, some of the the basic 3D rendering and everything, you know, even basic stuff. Just go look, check this out. Here's this environment. You know, you could probably go and be like, yo, so this is how we made this tree. And this is how we made this tree. This is where we came up with this. And Bacon's great for that, too. By the way, Bacon could probably rock that, I think. Um, yeah, and remember that Speed Arena video they did? I mean, that was, oh, like, yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. 
right? I mean, again, we had a lot of this up front. Um, and so we know it's, you know, work is happening. It's just that has honestly, again, it, it just feels like that has taken a backseat. And somebody in chat mentioned something about cash shop cosmetics really being the only concept art we're seeing as of late. I mean, there was some stuff with APOC that they showed um, on one of the streams. I recall that. But yeah, it has been very limited. And even every so often, Stephen would pop in and say, here's like a, a quick leak on something, right? And technically it was, you know, it went, you know, to everyone in the Discord, right? So it's probably something he had wanted to share anyway, but it's still, it's like those kind of things were just ways to be excited about being in the Discord, right? Ways to kind of keep the conversation going on what people thought of it, et cetera. And to your point, Zeke, too, like even just getting some quick feedback on some of their systems. They We had that at the beginning, but I think in some sense, there was a segment of the population that was overly negative and they pulled back on that to say, okay, we really need to polish before we get something out there because people will jump all over us when something's like maybe more iterative, which is I think really what Steven wants to do. And I think when you, I think what, um, what, you, what you guys said before about Jeff and Maggie maybe reeling him in a bit is that, hey, we want to get it to a point where we don't have to necessarily, you know, change direction if people, you know, don't really like it as much as we think. Because I think there was a lot of feedback in those early, um, you know, demos that they did. Mm -hmm. Well, I, you know, I, I remember kind of the huge thing they had about the combo bar, right? That, yes. You know, a lot of people jumped on. Yep. okay, guys, this is just placeholder. This is something we're trying. And people were like, okay, this is it. This is the game. This game is not, you know, X, Y, and Z. So I can understand them reacting kind of the opposite way, but still it felt like we had a, a lot of momentum around the Kickstarter time and shortly thereafter. Mm. And then kind of as they got more and more dug in to actually developing, which again, it's, it's what they need to do. They need to develop a game. They can't just show us concept art for three years or four years. Right. Um, but I still feel like without having kind of a community person to really kind of dole that stuff out so that the developers can focus on developing it, it gave the perception that nothing was happening when we know things were happening that a hundred plus people aren't working on a BR. They're working on an MMO. They're working on environments where we can test core mechanics, um, with different mm -hmm. modes. So, yeah. Yeah, I'd really like to see like every month them having some kind of like release schedule and them sticking to it of like just things they want to show off a little bit or mechanics that they want to explain. Because like this whole waiting for the next live stream date thing isn't really turning out too well for the community perception. Mm -hmm. Like I'm okay with it, but like it's not everybody. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, it's, 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 I think that's something we've talked about. I'm, do you remember Daedalus? I remember we had, you were guesting on, it was like probably back in, it was probably 20 plus episodes ago, I think. And we were talking about, there was a dark period. Like there was, we would be, we had gone without a live stream for even, right? Like, cause even what Zeke said, like we could, we, we, oh, yeah. we here might be cool with that, but like that we're, we're not the majority by any right. means we're we're just like three guys on a podcast right now talking about what we think 
and we're not the majority. And, um, you know, the, the, the larger picture, like, you know, our people get real picky. People can be real quick to judge, uh, really quick to kind of, you know, be negative even I would say. And uh, yeah, one thing to do is like uh, posting content blogs once a month. I mean, if you do once a month, you do one live stream a month, and then in between your live stream, let's say the live stream is at the end of the month, and let's say your blog post is at like the you know beginning or middle of the month. In between the, you could do live stream, blog post, you could interchange them, whatever, but you could literally in between those two events, like I don't even think end and beginning of the month is good. Like let's say, Beginning of the month, you got the live stream. Middle of the month, you got the blog. You got two weeks in between both of those but before you've got to do blog posts and you've got, that gives you time to talk about stuff and share little snapshots in between on social media, et cetera, stuff like that between, yeah, between each of those different events. And that's like two weeks where you've got social media doing its job, doing its work. You know, you see that like Maggie's been rocking it on the Discord, right? Posting in the news sections, keeping things rolling. Um, and, and to be fair, it sounds like it's on her agenda, I think. Um, but yeah, it is. Yeah. She's, I mean, she needs time to get it going. I mean, I'm sure this is, you know, all kind right. of in the works, but yeah, exactly. Just a steady, I mean, just like with any, anything, um, you know, that we experience as consumers of entertainment, right. We always want to kind of know more of something we're really interested in. I look forward to the next, you know, episode of a show I like. I, you know, look forward to the sequel of a movie series that I like. There's always, and I always want to look for those things. It's the same thing with gaming, right? I'm always hungry for the next detail about it. Um, and I, again, I felt like, you know, we had a period where a lot was getting shared um, in the sense of, you know, you were seeing regular concept art. You were seeing, you know discussion and things you could theory craft on we had a steady stream of blogs too and then all in all i mean i think it was just you know okay i can devote time to making the mmo or i can devote time to marketing right which is essentially what you know maggie's core function is is marketing the game communicating exactly. with the community at that high level right mm -hmm. obviously you know uh Lieutenant Toast is taking care of the day on day stuff. The LT. Um, Sorry, Army. The LT. <laughs> but still, it's like those kind of things. It's like we don't need much um, there, but I think we do need to reorient um, ourselves to what's going on in the MMO space, right? Again, us as content creators who have been sticking with the community the people that have been with the community for an extended period of time know this, but in order to keep building the community in positive ways, you're going to need to release some of this information. And I think, well, there's other factors that have impacted the, you know, the discord feel. Mm -hmm. I think w one of the things that could help in that situation, other than what Maggie's already doing about cleaning up the discord is just some regular things. Hey, incentivize people to join the Discord because, hey, we're, you know, every X day we're releasing something new. And it doesn't have to be 10 things, 10 concept arts. It could be one. This week we're going to focus on the orcs. This week or, you know, in a couple of weeks we'll focus on, you know, the Tolnar or whatever, you know, whatever they've got that they feel confident they can execute on, right? And I think that's, 
you know, where it's going to keep, it's going to also help us as players keep things in context, right? As opposed to what you were saying, Zeke, is with no information, people speculate and people assume and people take it as no news is bad news. Perception's reality. Right, exactly. As opposed to reality. Mm -hmm. Exactly. As opposed to what what's really happening, right? Right. Which, again, you're not going to have the time, amount of investment that they've had in staff, etc. Just making a, a BR, you, you just you're just not. It's not that complicated of a mode. To do. I know this too. Yeah. yeah, exactly, Lan. You know, a lot a lot of people will get bored and they'll become impatient, right? Because you know, there's there's probably another topic there that we're going to get to, but developers have burned us in the past, yeah. so people without a lot of background are going to make that assumption because they've seen the big guys, the AAAs, do that. So I did see a few things in chat, and I, I kind of feel like it's important to to miss to uh, to actually like make notice of this or to mention it. So if someone had said like you know that I'm one of the larger streamers or whatever for the game so maybe they listen um uh, you know but and that maybe that that content creators who who have maybe a pool or whatever which i'm not a, that big of a content creator by in the grand scheme of things i'm i'm a little guy still you know i mean that's just a fact but um i think that that's a, a highly underutilized resource that they have right now uh you know it's it's being able to go run around and and talk about the game <clears throat> to showcase something, um, you can really keep up going in, in between, you know, everything going on right now. And they it hasn't really been really hasn't been utilized effectively and fully yet. And and I think that part of that is because of not having Maggie this whole time. They didn't have they didn't have a Maggie in place, and. And now that they do, I'm I'm pretty confident we're going to start to see some changes in that regard. Um, so I, I see where you're coming from and chat on that one. Uh, another one uh, is where is that uh, routine schedule uh, for for streams, making it consistent. Um, you know, first Tuesday of every month or whatever, because then not only can people rely on when seeing you, there's a lot of people that would probably plan part of their days around that, like. Maybe they would block off some time. Then now, yeah, I mean, I could do it too, to be fair. I can't always see them because sometimes if you drop it on me, like, we're going to do it tomorrow this time, I'm like, well, shit, I got stuff going on. Man's got to pay the bills. I got to work a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I got to bring home that mm-hmm. Skrilla. Got to pay the bills. You know, I'm From my perspective, man, like, you know, if it's last minute, I can't do it. If I get like, you know, if I know it's every Tuesday, I'll probably be there. Here's why that's good for the for the game, though. Viewer numbers. This is a this is where they could take a page. This is this is my two cents here. This is where they could take a page from AAA Studios, and I'm gonna go with Bethesda, namely, and I'm gonna go with the most recent announcement that Bethesda made for the Elder Scrolls Online. And here's why I'm gonna use that. So they had, and this is a this is a, a really really great idea, right? Because now you got your content creators that can hype it up. You can post it on media. You can talk about it for a month or whatever, however long you want, for two months even, or not two months, two weeks even, if you don't want to do a whole month, and you can promote, promote, promote it. And you can be like, here's some, uh, like a much like a Kickstarter or something. You can go, hey, 
we're gonna um uh you know if we have this many thousand viewers we're gonna like do this if we have this many thousand viewers we're gonna do this we're gonna do this we're gonna do this and i think the last one was rich is rich is uh rich was like if we hit over ninety thousand viewers on this we're gonna i'm gonna get a tattoo on my body steven could get a tattoo oh he doesn't want to do that that's cool man i get it you don't want to get the phoenix on your on your body you don't get tattooed on your body that's cool but maybe you don't have to go that far because obviously they were pushing for something big that's a lot of people watching your live stream though right you could cut that in half and be like i just want 50 thousand <laughs> that's a crazy number that's probably not gonna happen hell cut that down 25 now nah, 10k sounds beautiful wonder if we could hit that then you could be like okay so maybe at 2k or 2500 will do this at 5k will do this right maybe it's like if we hit 10k um we have a pet that everybody who's there or something right that types in the command during uh the the stream right uh, we have a pet that you get or something you know something yeah, that maybe doesn't cost them a whole lot of money it could be a variant of some pet skin we maybe saw a year ago in the cash shop Right. And another one, someone else brought up a point, and this is something that caught my attention. I won't forget. They're still looking for a lead. What uh, art does art design or something like that. Is that still true? Is it? I believe so. Is yeah. it Larian that said Maggie that? posted something on that. Yeah. 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 So maybe that's why. Okay. The newest, the newest cosmetics, and I forgot to say this earlier in the let's talk about the week thing. The new cosmetics are looking good. That's looking great. I, I like them a lot. I liked last you know, months too. Maybe there's more my style. Um, maybe it's just cause they seem a little more evolved than like a Boston T-boat or something like that. I, <laughs> while I see the appeal to that, you know, uh, I feel like they're kind of going somewhere right now with art style and everything, but we want to start seeing that in game. 3d models is an example of that. We want to start seeing more concept art. Hell, you could do concept art. You could, you could stretch that out for the races and classes and buildings and stuff for pff, six months. Yeah, and I know, like Matt, I think uh, Zeke, you were you were um, there too when we ta were talking to Matt. I mean, they're very focused on making every race set unique, right? Whether it's architecture, whether it's kind of costumes, etc. Right. So I could totally get how they went from like this kind of Boston Tea Party type of thing to this month. Mm -hmm. right and even last month i mean i think the last two months especially kind of stick in my mind is no okay yeah they've they've done really well here and my only issue is maybe more with the armor and kind of that whole conversation on well what's you know yeah, realistic yeah. what's functional okay midriff not so functional guys but but anyway i digress right i mean i think the all in all, though, I mean, they have shown a lot of distinct styles and maybe that is perceived as, well, they don't really have a lot of art direction or it could mean they're really trying to make each of these races really distinct from each other, just like, you know, the races of this planet, right? You've got certain, you know, costumes of different continents that are so vastly different. They're, you know they're just going to be that way because the the cultures evolve differently, right? You're not going to see, you know, somebody in traditional Scottish garb, right. you know, in China, 
Yeah. Right. Those are two really distinct, different things. And kind of seeing that is, is really, is really cool though. Again, not knowing that fact, people are like, okay, I don't get this. Right. Um, Again, that's kind of different from the whole, you know, are we doing quote unquote sexy armor that's functional? Are we doing, you know, actual functional armor? But I think in general, I think the level of detail has been excellent. Again, right. More, please. (laughs) Yes. I think without them doing like all these constant blogs or making like detailed posts about where they got inspiration for things, people are starting to get confused or they think there's no, uh, there's no focus or, you know, direction that people actually like can understand or connect the dots to. Cause mm-hmm. right now, like I, I, I was in a different podcast was, uh, someone commented about the, uh, how the, the new armor, it's got like the, uh, uh, like Roman, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. what you would call it on the top mm-hmm. but then the rest of it kind of looks more orcish but orcish has so far been kind of eastern looking that people mm-hmm. have kind of been saying but since there hasn't been a lot of information on that people are starting to get confused and be like well so is it this or this and it's like no it's both or no it's all these different uh you know uh, inspirations or mm-hmm. whatever yeah and i think that could, I mean, this will take lit. I want to say no effort, but this will take no kind of resource effort other than a community or a marketing lead or a community manager to go in and write a blog and say, guys, just in case, you know, you weren't, you know, with us from day one, here's a blog post on the different races and what, what our inspiration is for them. And you could drag that on for weeks right in terms of content yep and then talk about show some concept art talk about here's you know some pictures we're using to kind of inspire us for this race so that way you can again you can kind of see that and it's still it's not i mean you're going to have some level of somebody working on a concept art they're going to need to do that anyway yeah but at least you're going to have something that can orient people to say oh i get it now um, right. You don't have to release a ton of lore with that either. You can talk specifically about art direction. And those are kind of the, the topics that I think would keep the conversation from shifting to, oh, Ashes is a BR. Wait, what? No, it's not. It's an MMO. And here's why. Here's some of the things we're doing to help us build the MMO, build the world, get people excited about the story. Yeah. Um, and I, I think... Uh... Ah, where was it going with that? I lost my train of thought. It's there. okay. If you can find it in a minute, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick back up on something I strayed from. I'm gonna any 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 like tangents I go off of, I'm just gonna blame on my 30 hour freaking stream this past weekend. Yeah. <laughs> that happened. I'm I'm at my age, I don't know how I pulled that off. I feel fine today. I actually feel fine today, and I got five hours of sleep. I don't know, man. Oh, sorry. I just had a thought, but it's about aging and I'm not going to go there. So <laughs> I had a, I had a way that maybe I could explain it, but I don't even want to touch that. Not with anything. No, but I am going to say this. The, the point I made about the, the streaming and, and having goals and everything. Here's here's why I feel like that's that could be really good. OK, 
so far, a lot of the marketing and, and advertising is being utilized through what? Journalists who maybe do things on websites like MMORPG.com or something like that. Right. All right. Any of that type of stuff. The content creators who are promoting it. It's free advertising for them, right? Um, and they're not paying for any of that. We don't get paid to do that. That's just it's 100% our time, our energy, period. Okay. See, they're utilizing all that. Let's really utilize Twitch. Because while Twitch has horrible algorithms for searching and finding new creators and, and channels and stuff like that, there's one thing they do have, and that's numbers. And one thing that they have, number-wise, that's very beneficial is how many people go to Twitch and go, what games are trending? A lot of people do. And every time a new game comes out, what happens, right? The big streamers go check it out. And the reason that's helpful is because what? It brings up the overall viewership for that particular game, right? And that puts the game up higher on the list, which is why whenever we were streaming and you had people going, well, we had Apocalypse Open Beta Weekend and we had a, half the community streaming in one game and on the other. So we had Ashes of Creation Apocalypse on Twitch that you can pick the stream under, or Ashes of Creation. And you had people split on both of these. What is helpful when that it, when people are streaming a particular game is that they're on the right game, first of all, and that the game has a lot of people streaming it, aka viewers watching it, because it bumps the game up on the viewed games list on Twitch, which means you get more exposure for your game. So people that didn't ever hear about that game, coincidentally stumbled upon it, on their day, checking out Twitch. So, coming back to my original point, if you go, hey, we're going to do some, like, rewards here, like the Elder Scrolls did, right? And go, if we have 10,000 views, we're going to hook people up with a pet, right? Dude, you're just, if you are able to achieve that, and you get incentivize people to come check out your live stream, you then have the potential to bring in a ton of new people, never knew about it in the beginning, and it's just a trickle-down effect from my perspective, right? Mm -hmm. They're checking out more content creators. They're spreading more uh, information to their friends who are now checking out the game. And then you've got... So I feel like that's something they could do. And it wouldn't take too much to do it. You know, they could be like, if we hit uh, 5K viewers, uh, we're going to we're gonna show you, uh, you know, some 3D rendering of the orc. You know, and their garb and their attire and their you know, weapon styles and stuff like that, uh, or just a bunch of concept art for that, you know, stuff that people haven't seen. And then at five, you know, at 10K, we're going to do this. Maybe 15K will do this. You incentivize people to come and watch because they really want to see it. They might come and watch. And if you give them enough time to do it, they might be there too. So that's my thing is like really, really like take advantage of this early because it's more people. I mean, it worked for their Kickstarter, right? It they did. had goals. Yeah. People like, hey, we need this many backers, this much. And they blew away every goal, every stretch yeah. goal they put out there, they blew away. So again, I mean, they don't have to do it at that frequency, right? Because they had kind of things like pretty much, mm -hmm. you know, nearly every day, right? They were doing. But agree, you need to get people hyped about it. You need to get the conversation balanced out with what they're doing and what's important about Apocalypse versus the other. Yes. And to answer a question in chat, so you've got two, they're, they're asking about the orcs, right? 
the Kvek orcs, so you have the Renkai and the Vec, right? And the Renkai, to answer your question in chat, the Renkai are the ones that are, from my perspective, I had to like conceptualize it for you. They're like this warrior race. Think Bushido in Japan. Think think that for the for them, and then think for the Vec. Think like celestial mage towers. Uh, you know, think think enchantment and all that. Which is very different. We've talked about before. Different for orcs, but that's a whole different conversation for another time. We can totally revisit it again. Um, I want to get back here and kind of get to wrapping this up because um, I. Anyway, these are some of our thoughts. Um, my first first podcast I did was like what community and forward momentum, and it was after one of the Paxes. And I feel like what we're talking about today is like uh, keeping it in context, right? Keeping it tied and focused on the MMORPG for for the people because reality for them is their perception and you can help to change that perception um so those are some of my thoughts so for you both here's our last question um what would a solid timeline be for for us as gamers moving forward what's the best scenario what do we want to see what would that timeline look like and what could the studio implement realistically that we could rely on seeing? We talked a little bit about that, but on release release dates, on content dates, something, you know, what what do you want to see? And this goes for you too in chat. Like, what do you all want to see? And on YouTube, what do you want to see? What'll keep your momentum going and keep you looking more regularly, knowing that that's important? What about you guys here? So we've got five months until their supposed uh, launch of Alpha 1. Um, so at that point, we're five months away from seeing MMO footage. I think in the next two months, they need to start really ramping up their, you know, their marketing hype train and start getting out lots of blogs and lots of, uh, you know, videos, live streams on a regular basis, leaks on the Discord, right. um, get, get those forms back up. Like a lot of this stuff needs to get moving because right now it's we're at a standstill and it's it's not looking good from an outsider perspective. Yeah, the random guy that just came across a stream or a video or something, yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean I think we've kind of talked about this, but I think having um, we, we talked about having kind of tent poles or something that like lines in the sand of saying, hey, here's what I mean, we've gotten something high level from them getting something released out. I know they're working on something internal, um, but they need something that is at a, enough of a level of detail where people know what their goals are in order to hit those deadlines. And I know that's going to take a lot of internal coordination, but I think that's going to be the only way you're going to truly silence some critics um, out there. You have about, entered the realm you know, of the, the light, righteous the crusade. With the Welcome MMO to the progress. crusade. Um, I mean, there's going to be those of us that are, you know, are closer to it that still continue to trust, um, but that is not going to work like you're saying for newcomers. They're going to need something more tangible. So I agree. It's like, you know, it doesn't even have to be that frequent, but maybe a small blog post every couple of weeks or concept art releases or quick videos or 
even like, you know, a speed build video to show in an, a brand new environment we haven't seen. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, class blogs. Right. And not, and I know they're working on something for Castle Siege. Right. Give me something in the MMO. Right. right. The conversation balance between those two products. They're both important. They both have a place in the development cycle, but I don't want to hear about APOC for the next five months. No, I want to no. hear about the MMO. Yeah, that's not um, that's not so going to yeah. cut it for people, man. Yeah, yeah, it's not. And I think honestly, in this chat, okay, I don't have any visibility to what they're doing behind the scenes. Yeah, you know, I'm in the same boat as you. I've been told what I've been told. I am erring on the side of believing yeah. what's going on because I trust these guys. Um, but I do want them to really take a hard look at their timeline before they let it out into the world, like officially over and above what they've already released. And if they really, you know, feel like they can make December more power to them. But if there's any doubt that they're not going to get what they really want in December, just tell us now, push it out to Q1 2020, whatever they need to do, but get whatever is out there, out there as soon as they can and feel comfortable with it. So that way we can start focusing the conversation back on what they really wanted as part of their open development, which is our feedback on what they're doing versus our feedback on what we're not seeing. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like, you know, a lot of people are, we're, we're sitting here going, like, you know, we're going off what they say, we're choosing to trust, you know, have faith, things like that. Uh, you know, a lot of people are going like, well, if they had it, why aren't they showing it? Silence that, man, silence it. Start drop, start dropping it and showing them, yeah. You know, that's what I think needs to happen, is to start, just start dropping it, showing them. Showing them some yeah. stuff. Doesn't have to be everything, just some snapshots, man. Just some snapshots on mm -hmm. stuff. And one thing I will say, right, we've been talking about toxicity and constructive criticism, and I just want to put this out there. Constructive criticism doesn't, or constructive, doesn't mean you agree or white knight everything. We're clearly right. not doing that on the podcast. Right. It means you recognize that a lot of people are putting a lot of time into making something worthwhile for all of us to play, and they deserve you presenting your opinions respectfully. Um, you know, I'm not saying tell them what they want to hear, right, clearly, but present your opinion, back it up by fact, don't focus on any personal attacks, nobody's trying to swindle anybody at this point, right, you may disagree with some of the direction that they're taking, but focus it back on what the facts and, and what's out there, and, and I would just say have some patience, um, you know, good things are coming, you know, we do have some really strong people that have joined the team recently, that are coming on to help this process just be mm -hmm. just do your best to be constructive because being negative overly negative without any fact presenting opinions yeah. as facts is not going to help anyone it's just going to frustrate people and it's not going to give the developers the support they need to get this over the line i agree with that yeah. you know i think that yeah, I think kind of my my final closing thought is uh, the same things I've said before. Just keep it. Um, you want to keep it in context. Keep keep the focus on the MMORPG. Um, it doesn't have to be a lot. Just just really kind of do that. And uh, you know, one thing that I know Stephen was kind of talking to the community about doing was, you know, I know he's busy as hell. 
Um, and I don't think it even has to be just him, but you know, it could be, it could be anybody from the team. I, one thing is, you know, they could do these little like interviews with their staff. Uh, they could let content creators do that. And, and I'm not just saying content creators, any, they could, whatever content creators are willing to do that. There's tons of content creators that are more than happy that they're hungry for the opportunity to, to like get in on the ground work and, you know, get, get, get a one or two guys from the studio. Yeah. Zeke's pointing at himself, Just, you know, and I'm not saying here, I'm, you know, but Steven, if you'd like to join the show, feel free. I'm calling you out, man. Come on, dude. Come on. Come on. The Ashes Pathfinder yeah. show, man. But aside and from that, it could be any, any, it could be any podcast. It could be any, any, any content creator, like let, they'll do the work, man. You know, they'll, they'll, they'll take the opportunity to do it and they'll do it tastefully and they'll and that's just free promotion man for the studio for them um but aside from that like take the opportunity to, to get oh am i being greedy illyrian whatever man whatever dude whatever man don't make me handful of bay powder just right across the face buddy don't even <laughs> right across the face bro I mean that with all the love in the world but i'll just right across the face on me he says, love you, man. Yeah, yeah, follow it up with that love, yeah. But, that's, you know, that's kind of where I, what I'm thinking is, is uh, you know, I, I think that if they were able to drop by podcasts, et cetera, kind of jump in there, talk about some of what they're working on, any of that stuff will really keep that forward momentum going. Um, and and I would like to think, see things beyond time. Um, but if we're talking about delaying some things right now, um, I'd like for them to kind of, really have a candid talk about that and and uh kind of jump on that one soon really give us a timeline let's iron this stuff out let's put things into perspective um i don't really think that's something that should be in all seriousness um as someone who's back the game i want to know where we're at right now Uh, i'd like to really know where exactly we're at if we're delayed uh, put some goalposts on it um and let's keep that forward momentum going Uh, i think that's really important at this point in time um, and that is a, that is a constructive criticism that I have. I think it's important to really address that. Uh, with that being said, I feel like we've had a great uh, episode today. It's been beautiful, glorious, even if I was going to use Stephen's terms, but I'm not going to. Well, I guess I did. You have entered the realm of the light, <laughs> righteous. Uh, well, we forget the more say. that we uh, spread this kind of conversation around. Yeah, the more this is likely to change yeah and and sage and chat yeah absolutely twitch is a huge and good opportunity for them to really showcase their product right now um absolutely and thanks for the follow buddy um shiro yeah shiro zero solid hydro nero yeah thanks for all the follows today guys thanks so much man um i'm gonna be hanging out for a little bit after so feel free to stick around if you want some of the guys might be going they all might be going but we're going to go ahead and wind this down. Gentlemen, it's been a great episode today here on Ashes Pathfinders. Um, could you please let everybody here know where your domain is and where you reign? How can they find you if they want to check you out? Zeke, you, you go first, buddy. Uh, I'm on YouTube, youtube.com slash C slash Phoenix Nest, uh, Twitch, Phoenix C. Um, my main one is going to be YouTube, though. Lots of theorycraft videos, lots of end game content once we get it. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, that's basically where you're going to find me. I am um, primarily YouTube content as well. The Ashton Herald. I post all my videos on Twitter at, at the Ashton Herald. And I have a website where I post all my videos as well as kind of any updates that I come across. And that's ashtonherald.com. And I'm C. Morg. I've been your host. Uh, we'll see you next week. Same Crusader time. Same Crusader channel. Right here on the, the home of the Crusade. Uh, all you Crusaders rock, man. And I uh, look forward to catching you starting uh, tomorrow for the beginning of our new week. And until next time, for all you Ashes peeps in the community, we will catch you on stream. Have a great week. Until next time. <laughs>